0: Hey guys, my name is uh, Chris Tito Padilla. Tito's my road name. And this is going to be the Motorcycle Dad podcast with Tito. Um, I am a stay-at-home dad right now. And I also work on motorcycles on the side. I am a factory-trained technician and also power sports industry professional over 10 years. Um, I'm a Marine veteran. All right. Uh, and... Uh, Stay at home dad had to make some career choice. so I'll get into all that stuff. The whole purpose of this first episode is just gotta give you guys a little bit of background of what this podcast is going to be and uh kind of give you some tips and tricks along the way to help save you some money Um, and give you guys some inside scoop on the industry or you know some tips here and there. And if you guys have questions or you know a topic that you want me to cover, all you got to do is leave a comment on the episode and I will look, I read all the comments. And what I'll do is I'll come up with the next week's recommendation for my next episode. And we'll go over any tips and tricks you guys want to know. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and proclaim that I know everything I'm telling you right now. Uh, power sports industry is a small industry. So if I try to sit here and bullshit you, you could figure it out really quick. Somebody would call me out of my bullshit very quickly. So I'm not going to sit here and try to proclaim to be something that I'm not going to be. Uh, which is pretty common in the industry, people do that. I'll give you the best and what I know from my experiences. And then I do have a lot of friends in the industry that I stay in touch with, uh, friends that have left the industry to have a lot of experience too, that will be doing some guest spots and just coming in and talk bullshit on the podcast. And we just want to fucking just talk, man. Just talk about motorcycles, talk about, you know, everything from warranty to how to get things covered, what will void your warranty and certain aspects, uh, you know what kind of bike are you looking to get if you're looking to buy a new bike or a used bike craigslist whatever that may be i want to just try to you know help people that's that's all i've always wanted to do and uh try to help people save money and i think that's going to be the best way to continue to grow our, our sport our love of riding on motorcycles no matter if you're on the track or you're a goal winger that rides you know a thousand miles a day it doesn't matter i want to try to cover the bases for everybody a little bit for everyone okay because one thing motorcycle riders are we're very self-reliant at times and uh, we help people out and that's what it's all about this reason why I got into it so um, we'll leave it at that and I'm gonna get into my background story okay and let you know who I am and where I came from uh, I'm born and raised in Smithfield Virginia uh, ham capital of the world Smithfield hams it's what the town is known for in the middle of nowhere I first fell in love with motorcycles when i was in middle school i was sixth grade and my buddy's dad got him a used honda and i wish i could tell you what it was i think it was a 75 cc but i remember the first time i threw a fucking leg over that thing i was in love um unfortunately you know monetarily money wise we didn't have the money to afford a dirt bike for me so i had to pretend by riding a bike and then going over my friend's house and riding his dirt bike when i could um Uh, graduated high school 2005 I joined the Marine Corps week after graduation I was in Paris Island uh, East Coast Marine Uh, any Marines listening you guys already know Uh, so with Paris Island went to Pensacola for my MOS training I was in aviation Uh, my primary MOS number was uh, 6048 aviation life support systems or known as parachute rigger handle all the flight gear and the emergency systems on helicopters and any aircraft at that I spent my time at a CH-46 squadron, HMM HMM-265 out in Okinawa, Japan, and HMM HMM-268. HMM stands for Marine Medium Helicopter Squadron, and those are the squadron numbers. Uh, I did seven deployments total in my five years, uh, six on the 31st MU, my first unit, and then one combat deployment to Iraq with uh, the last unit I was with, HMM HMM-268. I... uh, got out the marine corps in 2010 and i made a decision to go to motorcycle mechanics institute and that's where i got started on my journey uh i uh fell in love with der- motorcycles again out in okinawa because there wasn't a lot to do i mean there was tons of stuff to do but not a lot that didn't encourage drinking so i try to associate my people with a good mix you know i did my party thing but at the same time went out and spoiled the island whether it was snorkeling riding dirt bikes but it was when we started riding dirt bikes out there i really fell in love with the country and just the camaraderie of going out and getting dirty and getting mudded up and then coming back to base um, was a blast when i got back stateside in 2008 when i got stationed in camp pendleton california on uh, oceanside i started riding street bikes never ridden street bikes before first bike i learned how to ride was a 04 jixxer 600 it was my buddy it was my roommate at the time it was his bike and uh, I got my learner's permit. When I got back from Iraq, I promised myself I'd buy myself a bike and get my license. And I did just that. Bought a 2005 uh, Yamaha R6. And I fell in love from there. I stayed on the road, put tons of miles on that bike. I moved to, when I got out the service, I moved to Orlando, Florida. where my dad lived. And, you know, it was nice to transition out and have support there. But I mean, I moved out on my own very quickly while I was going to school and also while I was going to school, I started working for Eagle Rider as a technician. So I was still going to school be a tech while I was already, you know, I was working full time job and then going to night school. Um, I took Yamaha, Suzuki and Kawasaki while I was there. Those are my OEMs that I focused on. Um, being an Eagle Rider, my focus was Harley Davidson because that's mainly what they have. But also, I was the metric guy in the shop, being I was the guy to touch anything that wasn't a Harley. Plus, I touched Harleys. Uh, I learned a lot of everything. Everything I know from Harleys, I learned from the old school guys and from Harley himself. So um, during my tenure at Eagle Rider, I went from being a temporary technician to uh, the lead tech to shop foreman. I left the company for a while and pursued uh, other endeavors at independent shops. A few months later, uh, one of the owners called me back, asked me if I can come back as a service manager, and I took off from there and never turned back. So I relocated to Miami. I ran the Miami service department there, turned that place around. Uh, that's what I kind of got known for, being the cleaner. I went there, got that place you know, squared away. Uh, I transferred to Fort Lauderdale uh, as a service manager. Same thing, got that place squared away, numbers up. And then I got an offer to transfer to Las Vegas uh, to run the second largest service department in the entire company, uh, and in the country. So for for Eagle Rider, and I, I took the opportunity. Um, I did that for I was with them with him here in Vegas for about two and a half years. I want to say something like that, and then I left that company to pursue endeavors as a director of parts and service for a European motorcycle group based here in Las Vegas. I oversaw f- uh, four, ser- four dealerships, the service and parts department. Uh, I had about 30 employees under me and uh, I was in charge of a lot of stuff. Had, sp- I spent a lot of plates at that place. Uh, the best way I can say it is Chinese fire drill. So um, I had finally accomplished my goal of being a director in the power sports industry You know, in my early 30s, I was, you know, 31 when I obtained that position. Uh, Actually, I was 30, turned 31 while I was in that position. So I became one of the youngest guys in the industry as far as I know. I mean, there could be guys out there, but as far as I know, I was the youngest guy at the time as a director level uh, position as far as uh, parts and serves for a dealership group. Um, Be honest with you guys, I got burned out. I had some uh, didn't see eye to eye with the way things were going there. Uh, it was definitely a sinking ship, uh, and I, 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 I got to the point where Las Vegas is the kind of town where is big town, but it's a small town, and I felt like my reputation was going down the drain. So I had to pull chalks. I had to get out of there, and my wife and myself made a decision that I would transfer into being a stay-at-home dad. And take a break from the industry because she wanted to go back to work. My wife is also a marine, so that tell you anything? She didn't like being a stay-at-home mom too long, and uh, she's back at work now. And uh, you know, I'm a stay-at-home dad and work on bikes on the side, helping my friends out. I'm very involved in the motorcycle community here in Las Vegas. So uh, anybody listening in Vegas, love you guys. 702, you know, love the community here. It is a very great community for if you're RCMC independent rider. Just a just great overall atmosphere here, uh, pretty welcoming. As long as you're not a fucking dummy, you're not you're not stupid. Um, you know, show respect, get respect, and uh, that's kind of what I do now. I work on bikes on the side. Matter of fact, I got a, a job tomorrow, <laughs> and uh, go from there. You know, and uh, I just take it one day at a time. And I want to start this podcast for that. So, another thing I want to go over: what do I ride. Okay. I'm a lover of all motorcycles. I can't be one of these guys that likes to do the, the segregation of all oh, a fucking jet bike, oh, all your fucking slow cruiser. Uh, I hate to break it to you guys. Any Harley guys out there, you got Japanese front forks a Mitsubishi ECU and your bearings came from uh, Indonesia and most of the plastics come, plastics come from Mexico. So yeah, Harley guys, be careful when you're out there talking shit. Sport bike guys do the same thing. Uh, You know, I've noticed that a lot of guys on the Harley side used to be sport bike riders. So crotch rocket guys, sport bike guys, keep in mind, you're going to be that guy in a few years when you don't feel like getting any more speeding tickets or you just want to fucking cruise because it's a pain in the ass for you to go three, four hours on a crotch rocket. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's some hardcore motherfuckers out there that ride crotch rockets like they're baggers. Uh, you have a better back than me and apparently bigger balls. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, my back is horrible, so I can't handle that kind of shit. Uh, but despite that, I love all motorcycles, okay? Dirt, whatever it is, adventure riding. Uh, I love them all. So um, I own a Street Triple and a Harley Davidson right now, okay? And my daughter's breaking in right now to say hi. Hi, Carol. Say hi to everybody. Say hi. 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 <laughs> hi, OK, so I want to hear when you guys fell in love with riding motorcycles and uh, what you ride. OK, what do what you ride now? What have you ridden before? What was the bike that you first fell in love with? That's the stuff that I want to hear. I'm going to keep my I'm going to keep my language pretty cool. Now, to my kids in here, just, you know, I can't be pretty loose, it, but all, all truth be told, my wife is worse. So but guys, That's how I want this podcast to go. I want this podcast to be loose, table talk, a lot of bullshit, just fucking just having fun. I don't want this to be some fucking stuck up entity thing. I don't watch my language. Uh, I don't want it to be something stuck up and fake. I want this to be real. I'm going to go over tips and tricks for you guys uh, as much as possible. And I mean, I'm going to start off with doing a podcast once a week. And if you, the demand goes for it, then guess what, guys, we'll go, you know, longer than that. We'll go, you know, I'll I'll do two two a week or maybe I do an episode and a tip. I want you guys to dictate the tempo of this. I don't want it to be, you know, just fucking in a bug, you know, just stuck up. I want this to be just as much for you guys as it is for me. OK, so look, guys, I want to hear that in the comments. Think about the first time you fell in love with the bike. What do you ride now and what was your favorite bike? I mean, some people are like me. You got multiple bikes. Like I said, I got a Street Triple and a 2011 Electric Glide. It's uh, got a little bit of work done. So uh, I'll go over all that stuff with you later, guys. Look, what modifications do you want to do to your bike? How can you save money by going to RevZilla or getting your own tires done or buying your own tires online? Those are things that I want to go over to help you guys save money and be safe out there. And not only that, if you have to use the dealership, give you the tips and tricks you need to deal with uh, your de- your local dealers, or if they're that horrible, you know, get a relationship somewhere else with someone. There's always a way around something, okay? So uh, guys, I hope everybody has a good weekend, guys and gals, whoever's listening. I hope you have a fucking great weekend, okay? Um, like I said, leave those comments below and let's get the conversation going, okay? All right, this is Tito with the Motorcycle Dad Pod Talk. Take it easy. Have a good weekend. Bye.